every everybody struggles, you know. Mm, no. You know, you know, everybody, everybody's shit's brown. So and then, and then you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the UK Surf Show. We are your hosts. I'm Pete. And I'm Leighton. On this episode, it is our first mental health episode that we said that we were going to do at the start of the year. Yeah. So on this one, we have back our friend Spoons. And the return of Spoons. The return of Spoons. And we have Chris back from the Lobfin Co. Because his episode sort of kicked this all off when he opened up about his own mental health. Yeah, and got us thinking about it, and the response we've had—well, one of them we read out in uh, in this one—it's yeah. just been phenomenal. Um, yeah, we approach this one as just four guys having a chat about their mental health. You know, mm-hmm. as guys do, we didn't prepare for it. We didn't have like you know pre-done questions or no, anything like that. Totally um, fluid chat about it, and yeah. that's how we wanted it because that's how things come out. Like like what happened when. Chris came on to the episode. He, yeah. We didn't ask him about mental health. I mean, why, why would we come on and talk about his fins? And then it just came out. So, yeah, it's a, a more natural approach to the conversation. So, hopefully, you find it helpful. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, before we get into this episode, if you head over to Northcore and use the discount code SS2022, that will get you 15% off anything you order from Northcore. And you can go over to the Surface Wetsuit website and get 10% off a wetsuit there by using the discount code the UK Surf Show 10 all uppercase, no spaces. Yeah, that is spelled S-R-F-A-C-E. Yeah, we yeah. should have said that. Yeah, it should have. okay we're going to this one now don't forget listen to the end of the show and we will tell you about the competition and a few other bits and pieces uh the competition will be closing as of the day this comes out at 12 o'clock tonight yeah so mental health series yeah, yeah people are joining us on our mental health series and in this chat we have Spoons, the return of Spoons. The hey. return of Spoons. This <laughs> sounds like a film. Good to be back, guys. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And the return of Mr. Logfin himself, Chris. Hello, Shamai. Oh, you ruined <laughs> it already. He's ruined it already. So, and then obviously you've got Leighton, who's uh, graced us with his presence. And uh, What are you talking about? I'm here every week. <laughs> and then myself. Yeah. Can we switch Leighton out for a sister, or no? <laughs> oh, no. You know, you know he's going to leave that in, don't you? You know he's going to leave that in. Oh, Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm yeah. joking, man. Oh, you, <laughs> you killed me. I'm choking. Now. You're welcome, Leighton. <laughs> Pete's just choked yeah. on air. That's how funny that was. Yeah. So um, what we're going to do with this first one, I think, because I think all of us have struggled with different mental health issues and things we found it difficult to talk about um so if we go around and just sort of have a free chat and so people can get a gist of like what it's like when men talk about mental health a lot of it revolves around piss taking a lot of the time are you feeling are you feeling (laughs) are you happy yet (laughs) are you feeling (laughs) well um so last time you were on spoons you mentioned some stuff that was going on didn't you and that you yeah. kind of had struggles and I, and I know you wanted to come on to say about how 
difficult you found it to actually yeah. get the help you needed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh God, how long ago was that? I was on last time. It was, it was over a year, isn't it? it episode like, seven? Yeah. Was it? The, the best. Well ep- done. The best episode. Well, I think there's ad. someone on this screen there that will uh, agree with that. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually listened to your episode again today, and it was, it's great. It's, so good. It's, it's the whole wet wetsuit with no arms. Oh, mate, admin, mate, yeah. Stitches. I, I, I think that'll uh, that story will be told at my funeral. I think that's uh, it's, put it, it on your headstone. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget your arms. That's it. I'm uh, never never going to live that down. But yeah, my uh, a lot's happened since um, since last time I was on, really. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, not long before coming on last time, I obviously lost my mum. Um, which is uh, uh, one of the most stressful things, you know, you can go through as a, as a person, not just a, you know, not just a man, you know, losing her parents to like the hardest thing ever. And then after that, we had lockdown, which then, you know, sort of, um, as a, I'm trying to think of this, think of the word exacerbated the, the situation really, because mm-hmm. like lockdown, you're all in your house. You can, you know, you can ring each other up, but you lose, like for me personally, I kind of lost that, kind of support network of of like close friends and you know meeting up with people having a beer having a laugh you know banter all that sort of stuff because you know I think like that's how you know a lot of the time that's how blokes you know express themselves you know we take the piss don't we and then when you when you lose that when you're you're stuck in lockdown like like say for me personally I uh, I really struggled you know and you can ring people up but you know sometimes it doesn't it's not the same as you know, your mate putting your arm around you going, you know what, mate, it's, it's going to be all right, you know, which is, which is what I needed at the time. And then as well as all that, I decided to buy a house, <laughs> which, <laughs> which if anyone's ever bought a house knows it's, that's very, yeah, it's very, very stressful. And so, yeah, just the culmination of all this stuff just got on top of me really. And I, and I ended up in a, in a, in quite a dark, dark place, like having struggled for so long and not told anybody and just kept it like all to myself, you know, I didn't even like tell my partner, I kept it all inside, you know, cause that's, that's how we're, we're kind of like brought up, you know, yeah. you, you bottle it, bottle it up, you know. I think an interesting thing about that side of it is that me and Leighton could see from the outside that you were getting to a point where you needed help. Uh, mm. Yeah. Um, but that's another one, how to how to bring up that conversation with someone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I know me and Chris have had conversations. Uh, I was just going to say, I don't know how, how much, like what you want to say, Chris, is up to you. But I yeah, know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite open about it all. Um, mm. Like my life at the moment is, is going through a bit of a, you know, it's quite, how do you say it? It's not fucked. <laughs> this, this is what I mean about the. This yeah, is what men yeah. do, like joke about their mental yeah, health as yeah. well. Yeah, say yeah, what you see. Like, say what you see. Yeah, that's it. Isn't it? Yeah, I, I just want to ask you, Spoons. How did you vent your sort of? How did you vent it all? And I didn't. I bottled it up. I bottled it up. Yeah, yeah I bottled it yeah, up. You know, because yeah. like you know, like you say, that's you know, like whether it's intentional or not. When you when you grow up, like like as a man that's what you that's what you taught you know you 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 know don't show weakness you've got to be strong you know you've got to you know you've got to carry everybody else everyone else is struggling you know you've got to help them that type of thing and yeah you know it's like stupidly 
you know, I think as a man, like expressing your feelings in, in, in certain ways or, or even just acknowledging that you're struggling on, or you need help. Like there's like something deep inside you that says, no, don't do that. No, no, just, just hold it in. Um, and which leads to so many problems because I held it in for so long and then it, it, it came out in really, really horrible ways. Like one of the ways was I, I shouted at my partner. And I yeah. love my partner to bits. We've got the greatest relationship ever. We never argue. And, yeah. and, for, and for some stupid, trivial, no reason, I screamed in her face with anger. It just came out. Yeah. And then yeah. it, even, even as the words were coming out of my mouth, like it, my head was saying, what are you doing? But I couldn't physically stop the outburst of anger no. because yeah. I, you, know, cause you, you bottle it up for so long and you know, yeah. eventually it comes out. Do you, you find like you, you just seen red sort of thing and that was it? Yeah, uh, oh, I, w- I was left with two emotions, silence and rage. That's all I had left. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. all I had. I had. I had no coping mechanism. There was nothing in the middle. No. It was silence no. or rage. That you were it. having really yeah. messed up dreams as well, weren't you? Yeah, uh, I just, yeah, I mean, it was just a really, really dark time. And one, of the, one of the worst things as well as that was, um, was like the voices in my head. And I didn't realize, but I soon come to to learn that not everyone's got a lot an internal monologue in their head like i can hear myself talking to myself in my head but apparently not ever not everybody has that like a narrator in your brain and um i couldn't i couldn't shut myself up it might it, it just got louder and louder and louder like all like negative really horrible negative stuff like screaming in my ear and i couldn't turn it off and it's just just tormenting you, is it? Yeah. All the time. Yeah, sort of yeah, pick, yeah. Pick, 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 yeah. Just yeah. and then and then you you get to points where things that you you enjoy or things that should bring you happiness, you mm-hmm. lose the ability to enjoy them. Like I, I I couldn't feel joy because every time I was doing something that I thought I would enjoy, my brain would automatically go would say something like. Oh, don't enjoy this too much because you'll die soon and then you won't be able to do it anymore. Well, actually, so when you were going through like, the really dark bit, I think you rang me and you said about that internal monologue thing. Yeah. And so all through us all growing up together and stuff, Spoons has been the one that's always been super happy, never see him down, always really upbeat and excited about life. And w- so when this happened we noticed even though we were like in lockdown we still noticed quite quickly because it's just so out of character it's just not like him at all and I can remember speaking to my partner Rachel and said I'm actually really worried about Spoons like I hope he doesn't do something stupid because I've never ever seen him like this and like you know what how long have we all been mates now like 30 years yeah yeah 30 years too long (laughs) I've 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 never ever seen him like this and it was terrifying so I was ringing you up every now and then just kind of yeah double checking on you that I mean that really was a catalyst for for um me actually reaching out and asking for help you know which Mm. you know which, which you know ties into this really well you know because you know like blokes got to look out for each other you know, if you, you, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky and I've got, you know, I've got Leighton and Pete uh, as, as mates, you know, people would actually you know, like look out for me. So yeah. I would, I would urge anybody listening to this, you know, look out for your mates, you know, like Leighton and Pete did, you know, if you notice yeah. a change in somebody, just say, you're right, mate. And then like my automatic response, when I was struggling, my automatic response to everybody was, yeah, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. When I wasn't, you know, 
but some no. some like like Leighton would phone me and he'd go, "Are you all right though?" And I'm, "Yeah, yeah, I'm all right." Go, yeah, but are you all right? And then you go, "Actually, no, I'm like struggling a bit," and it goes from there, you know. Um, yeah. And I, I've ta- I've said this to Leighton before, but um, the fact that Leighton was like ringing me and checking in on me, I wasn't confiding in anybody else. I hadn't told, I mean, it might've been obvious to other people I was struggling, but I hadn't told anybody else or reached out for help. Um, and, uh, Leighton looking out for me and ringing me was one of the reasons that I, that I did seek help. And if he hadn't done that, I, I don't know. I don't know how far down that deep, dark hole uh, I would have gone. I really don't. So I'm, you know, I, I'm, I've said this to Leighton before, but, um, I really appreciate that looking out for me because yeah. like how bad would it have got, you know, before, yeah. bef- you know, before like say something, something stupid happens. And, and the, the other thing I, I'd like to say for me is like, I, I always thought that, um, you know, like about particularly about suicide, I always thought people that killed themselves were really selfish. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, why, why would you do that? You know, why, why would you, you know, like go through that, put your, you know, loved ones through that, but having struggled and been in a really dark place, right? And and this is one thing that that scared the shit out of me. Like I I didn't get to a point where I I felt suicidal, but I it made me understand why people did it. Yeah. And yeah. and in yeah. my, in my head I went, Christ, no 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 wonder people do that if they feel like this and they can't get out of it. Yeah. And that yeah. that scared the shit out of me, honestly. Yeah. I yeah. think that's one of the things that's very misunderstood, which is when people do get to that point, they're not then thinking about yeah. what about my family? They're thinking, right. how can I end this how, pain? Yeah. How can I get out yeah. of this? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, there's a really scary statistic. I have no idea how they managed to, to find this out. But apparently when you, you can go from being fine to suicidal in like 25 minutes apparently it's yeah. like the the emotion that comes over you is so all-consuming mm, that yeah. you just cannot think in a logical yeah. straight way well you've i've 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 actually been in that situation twice yeah right and yeah and it just consumes you literally you can't think of anything else you just want the noise to go away mm-hmm. and all that yeah going on on in your head and you it's as if you haven't got an escape plan. You've got nothing in place. So you just think to yourself, right, maybe it's time that I just take my own life and then everything else will just, you know what I mean? But you don't know what happens after death. Do you? That's, yeah. that's yeah. the thing. It's yeah. like, you, you, least... could, you feel that everything will be better if I'm not here. It's, it's the cure to all my problems. Exactly. Sort of thing. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, but everyone says, oh, it's the chicken's way out. Well, no, if you live with the voices that I live with and you know, all most people live with their voices. It's not, it's not fun. It's no. not, it's not fair either, you know, No. because yeah. I, you know, I've, and you always take it out on the people that are closest to you. Always. Yeah. Mm. The only reason I didn't do it is the fact that I didn't want anyone else to find me. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I put in, I put in, I'd gone that far that I thought actually someone's going to have to find me and then they might be put into the situation that I'm in. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's like, so Yeah. And but then, like you say, you you feel you don't feel selfish in that moment. Yeah, think it's an escape. It. You just want to get away it's, from it all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my coping mechanism, like at the moment, is running away. You know, mm. I run away. 
instead of just. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, laugh man. Yeah. Just like, like, the way you said it, the way you said it then was like, I, I run away. <laughs> just... I run away. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's yeah, it's weird. Like I, I drove to Cornwall. Like you know, it's five hours from where I am, and I don't even remember the journey. Wow. Yeah. I genuinely wow. don't even, and I and I did it twice. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's twenty hours of driving I don't remember. Yeah. At all. I can, I can, I can relate to that. So do do you think that is because you can't remember it because you're so like in your own head and battling your demons on the way down? That hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then that's why you can't remember it because your your brain is just trying to stop this pain. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, it is. You know, who knows what I would have done, or you know, but you just you go through this like little system in your head, just like, all right, reach sort of from where I am, reach Cardiff, then reach Bristol, then reach Exeter, and then reach, you know, yeah. sort of St. Austell or, you know, and then it's just like you put in this, you're putting in these little goals in your head. Mm-hmm. And once you reach there, you, you and then I, once I was in corner, I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You put so and much, whole, you put so much effort into, into, yeah. into fighting it. You, yeah, you, exactly. you, you kind of ignore everything else. One hundred percent, yeah. And I think a lot of it to to do with is social media as well. Yeah, oh, I, that, I yeah, fall, yeah. I've fallen down that rabbit hole of like because yeah. I'm in the surf industry, I should act and I should live a certain way. Mm. Whereas in reality, like I I spoke to Pete when I was in Cornwall. In reality, it's complete bullshit. Yeah. It is complete bollocks. Yeah. It's yeah. it's not real. It really isn't real, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, what were you feeling that social media was trying to make you be as a surfer then? What what was it that you felt like you had to live up to? I had to live up to, like, you know, sort of, I had to have a pretty girl on my arm. I had to surf a certain way, mm-hmm. which, in essence, made me not enjoy surfing as much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so th- there's, there's this constant pressure of performing and of living a certain way, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I had, to, so I had to go to Devon or Cornwall because I had to live that lifestyle. Whereas in reality, you know, I'm representing like the Mid Wales crew, sort of, and this is where all my f- family and friends are. Mm. So why would I ditch all that for yeah. something that's so bloody stupid, really, I mean, isn't it? Yeah. Social media is. It's made up. It's completely made up. As good as it is, it's fucking terrible as well. Because like 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 I said to you on that phone call, I said, we we only post the good shit. Like, I don't post pictures of like, if I posted a picture, which I will with this episode, actually, I'll post a picture of the fucking mountain of wires that are on the floor. Yeah. That's been a ball ache. And And the the 20 minutes you took setting up. The 20 minutes it took setting up and the fucking, (laughs) then we could get the sound working properly and, you know, all sorts of stuff (laughs) like this. Like we don't post any well, of that the, shit. The fact the, that the yeah. fact that um we were talking that so you might jump in on an episode soon, Chris, aren't you, to to take yeah, yeah. to take over from me just because life is just busy, you know, yeah. and, and I can't yeah, of course it is. I can't commit mm. like I'm going to try to, but yeah. if not, we've got like a, you're my tag team partner, and yeah, uh, you can come in and do like an episode or two. So we might have guest hosts just yeah. because life is manic and my yeah. my work is yeah. crazy. I haven't surfed in a month now. I just can't find the time to get there. I don't wow. know when I'm going to be able to surf again. So like you say, like online, if you're a surfer, it's trying to tell you, you know, you need to have this ripped body. You need to yeah. uh, be out surfing every time there's a swell that comes in. And even if yeah. there isn't, you're the guy that's found swell in some 
weird corner of the country, you know. And, it, and when on reality, in reality, what it is is the guys that have been out surfing have just taken loads and loads of photos that day and will post it throughout the month. Yeah. And the yeah. whole time they've been doing that, they haven't been enjoying the fucking surfing anyway because yeah, they've no, been taking no, photos. You know? Yeah, that pressure. Yeah. It's that yeah. pressure. You know what I mean? It's, it's, like, a, it's a highlight reel, isn't it? It's not, like you say, it's not yeah. It's not real yeah. life. Um, if, yeah. I, if I can chip in on the social media thing, I mean, that mm. was um, one of the things that really affected me in a really negative way. That's what I, I, I deleted my Facebook because um, I was using that as a way of distracting myself yeah. from realizing how how ill i was i would i would like wake up in the morning first thing i'd do is i'd look at facebook and i and like facebook's great at showing you the things that that um give you that make you an, have an emotional response and for me it was yeah. like getting me angry it was you know, i would, would look at it and i'd go right that's right oh, i'm really angry and i end up arguing with like random people like on face <laughs> in facebook comments yeah. like arguing yeah. like full on argument with people in Facebook comments and stuff like that. And, 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 and I realized that I was doing that as a way to avoid confronting how, you know, how I was, how I was mentally and, and, and how yeah. bad I was getting, you know, I was using that as a distraction from actually um, confronting and, and facing up to, to, you know, to, to mm. reality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To, to the reality of the situation that like I'm in a bad way. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, we all, we all have have used social media. I mean, I still have Instagram, Instagram and stuff, Mm. but you've got to be really careful about, about how you use it, I think. And, and like you say that, you know, people need to realize, you know, it's not, it's not real life, is it? It's a, it's a highlight reel. Nobody, nobody lives like that. Every, everybody struggles, you know, Mm, you know, you know, everybody everybody's shit's brown so and then, and then you, and then... <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be the intro tag to this. everybody's shit's brown yeah. and, uh, you and... can't polish you can't polish a turd but you can roll it in glitter yes <laughs> you know you get like, you get as you say in social media and then you get people who um like you send a fin to and then they stop following you that, you know that's another one. Oh, here we go here we go you're gonna bring that up again we've set him off <laughs> fucking start fucking, i mean he's so I mean, fucking you, lucky i didn't name him you're you're, miss, yeah. you're more pissed off than what chris is yeah. <laughs> i'm actually yeah. i don't know i've put it to bed so that's it oh, no, I, i'll hold a grudge till i fucking die <laughs> <laughs> Um, Pete, so what, what about you? Because you've had a well, just before talk just about. before we go into me, because that'll take up the rest of the episode. <laughs> um, how how have you coped then with what you've been doing? Like what's happened to you recently? What's been your coping mechanisms? What's what have you put in place, and what's happened to you to help you through it? Um, I I you know what I've been through lately. It definitely shows who your real friends are. Mm-hmm. That's one big thing. And I can tell you now that I've got a few like really, really good friends, you know, and that's, that's my support network. Yeah. And then to get through like everyday life sort of thing, I, I, I run while well, I've been running a lot, I've been walking a lot as well. And then when they surf, I'll surf as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but just up the road from me uh, is one of my really, really dear friends, uh, Anushka and Dave Brown, they're potters. So they actually make uh, uh, homeware, sort of stoneware. Mm-hmm. 
So I actually go up and throw on the wheel and stuff like that. Oh, so, wicked, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really, really calms me down, you know. So, yeah, I'll probably go up there next week now, without a doubt. And, yeah, it's just nice to be around people that you want to surround yourself with. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you as well, Pete, you know, you rang me straight away when I told you the news. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I've had Leighton message me as well. Yeah. I'm just waiting for spoons, really. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you got the, hey, the, mate, the holy once, trinity right here. The holy trinity. Yeah. Mate, once, once he's got your number, all you're going to get is dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's a story for another time. We're, we're doing <laughs> no, We'll tell that story. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do we have to? Do we have to? I think we should. I just remember. Yeah, we I remember that. Oh, so um, anyway, I'm going to tell can, it. Can you let me tell it? No, at least because I'll tell it better. Oh, God. <laughs> so basically, I was sat there one night, and we were. I think we were younger. We were going to play skittles or something. Yeah, I'll do something. Let, like let's go on, yes, go on, let's go on. To, like, to you know to put the record straight. Uh, are we? Uh, me and Leighton. Uh, uh, um, lived with a with a friend way back when we play skittles. I still do on a Friday night, yeah. and uh, we used to go out pretty early on a Friday night. And uh, we would start with pre drinks round at, at uh, our our friend's house where we where we used to live. And uh, so I like jumped in the shower quick to get ready to go out, and I'd left my phone on the side. And of course, hang this... on, left the phone on the side, unlocked. Yeah, well, this is in, like... in a house full of men. Yeah, this, which is obviously... a major no-no. This is like this is you know <laughs> like back in the day when you know phones weren't as sophisticated as they are now. And uh, so What's I... it, early two so... thousands. Yeah, it's about so, two thousand and four. So I, 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 I left my phone on the side. Anyway, I got uh, got in the shower, got out of the shower, like got ready, whatever, and I started getting these text messages. And it's like, like text message. Why have you sent me a picture of your dick? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what? And like, ding, another one. What? What the fuck? Like, ding, and and I and I'm like, everyone else is literally like pissing themselves with laughter. And obviously, it turns out that Peter. Uh, uh, Got my phone. I was no, in the no, shower. No. I, it was. It wasn't me. It was someone else. Because I got oh, one of the pictures. It was. Yeah, it yeah. was one. Of, so I was sat in the room, and I can't remember who it was. So, so you still don't want to own up as to who it was. No, I, it I, was I one of us in the te- room. No, I can yeah. tell you it was. I'll cut his name out because in case he don't want to be in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, went, went onto your phone. Went on to uh, you know recently taken. Yeah. photos or whatever. They've been you know. sexting with a girlfriend. They've yeah, been sending yeah, each other yeah. nudies. And <laughs> this is, this is, I was a, I was a technology trailblazer, you know, like back in the day, you know, like this is, you know, this is what you, you know, this is what you did, you know, I was just getting ahead of the times, but yeah. And um, yeah, and then he decided to send it to, to yeah. Pete. Everybody on his phone, basically. He just forwarded a picture <laughs> to everybody on his phone. Yeah. What's gutting is you've actually got to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, insult to injury. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Back in the day, MMS messages fifty p each. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> send to all. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. Where, so, where, before we went off on a tangent, yeah. which I feel is going to happen a lot, what, yeah. what, what were we going to talk about? Then uh, we were talking about uh, Chris's coping mechanisms. And oh yeah, what he does. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That was it. <laughs> 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 no, I'm Chris, can yeah, I sorry. can I ask you a question? Can you yeah. do? Have you sought any like professional help? Have you, like, for instance, I mean, share as much as you want. Obviously, tell me to, to do one, but um, have you spoke to your doctor that type of thing? What was your experience of reaching out? Um, it was it was actually quite hard. Um, yeah, it was like yeah, you know, it's 
you know, the NHS is stretched as it is. And yeah, so I went to see my GP and they put me on medication and that medication didn't work, which made me worse. And then the thing is you have to take this medication for like two weeks. Mm. Just make sure it works. Yeah. But the thing is it, it takes you down the rabbit hole even deeper. What well, so like, before it starts to bring your mood back up. It, exactly. Right. Yeah. So you're basically like a guinea pig for two weeks and you just you just zoned out and yeah, you're not you don't feel human, you know. Yeah. What I mean? yeah. And so I've had therapy as well, so counselling and stuff like that, which has helped, but also it's unraveled a bit more bit more of the nasty stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And at the moment, I'm actually waiting for a, a, an appointment for a diagnosis of um, ADHD and uh, Asperger's. Right. So, yeah. yeah, they think I'm on that sort of on that path, which would be it'd be nice to know if I am, so I can actually put things in place to sort of yeah. cope yeah. better with it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm not academic at all. I can't, you know, like reading a book freaks me out, but yeah. give me anything artistic like playing guitar or anything like that that's that's no problem at all yeah 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 just like don't don't go, don't compare me to pete <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think the doctor would take one look at you and just go yeah just give him a bullet i <laughs> know <laughs> what you were saying though because like i meant like the conversation we were having on the phone and you were like, oh, do you ever get this? And I'm like, yeah. Do you ever get this? And you're going, yeah. And like we're saying like yeah. about the voices in your head that go like, um, you'll do something and you, you'll you then have a fucking argument with yourself going, what the fuck did you do that for? You fucking idiot. Yeah. And like you really like yeah, yeah. put yourself down. And like yeah. I, 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 as I said on an earlier podcast, I think, I think I've got ADHD and I've, I've got to, well, if your doctor's my doctor, good luck getting an appointment. But, um, yeah. yeah, I think there's, a, I think there's a four year waiting list. Yeah. yeah. So I looked at going private and it's like yeah. 1800 quid or something like that to get a Is diagnosis yeah. privately. So um, only wow. the rich people get the help they need then. Yeah. Standard, isn't Is that, it? You know, Is that what you're saying? You know, cause it, you either yeah. wait for ages or you go privately. And I'm to the point where I think like a while ago, I was thinking, I'm just going to, pay it i'll just yeah. pay it, pay it yeah. on my credit card yeah. and then just pay it back yeah, whatever, yeah. you know like yeah, yeah. something like that but i mean you need to like, work you need like, to weigh up like the stress of having the debt yeah against yeah. how you're feeling yeah, i yeah. suppose don't you like my friend dave the potter says can you afford not to oh uh, yeah I mean? yeah because you imagine in four years you know in four years before you even diagnosed what you could do yeah you yeah know, it's it's yeah, it's silly. Really. Are we going to be seeing some uh, ceramic fins coming from you soon? Then? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't know why, no. but I've got in my head. I've got a vision of that scene out of Ghost where they're doing the pottery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, me behind Chris. <laughs> That's why you're going there so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll behave. Yeah. What, what about your own experience of getting help experience? Because I remember you saying to me that one of the reasons why you want to come on the podcast yeah. is to say how difficult, yeah. you know, not only is it difficult to admit that you need help, but then to actually get that help was really hard. Yeah, I mean, from my from from what happened to me, my experience, like being, being able to actually ask for help, like acknowledging that you need help, is it like it's it's the is the first step and and that's so hard it takes yeah. it takes so much energy and so much honesty with yourself to actually realize no i i really do need help you know and then and then you 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 kind of reach out 
so what I did was, um, uh, like yourself, I got, got in touch with my GP and, mm. um, and, and, and said, look, I'm really struggling. These are all the things that happened to me. Um, this is how I'm feeling. This is the way I'm acting. This is what, this is what it is. Um, and the GP emailed me back because my GP has got that kind of computerized triage, oh, right, triage yeah. system where you, oh, you, right, yeah. you, you type it all in and they, and what have you. And he emailed me back and he went, yeah, sorry to hear you're feeling that way. If you, uh, here are some numbers of some, um, uh, wow. local organizations that can help you. And, and, oh. and the, my first reaction was, was kind of like meh. And then actually after that, I got quite angry because mm-hmm. it took, it, it took mm-hmm. so, so much effort just to ask for help. And when I asked for help, the response was ask again, um, was yeah. like, pass yeah. me on. While you're on that yeah. one, yeah. while you're on that one. So my wife works with a lot of people who've got, um, mental health problems or, uh, you know, struggling to get back into work or mm-hmm. um, college or whatever. I don't really know what she does, but she does something like that. She, help, she helps people kind of set their life back yes, up. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's really good at it. And she said that there's one, there's one really good one because a lot of people find it really hard to talk about it. And there's a really good one called Shout that you can text and you'll text and a, an actual human will text you back. Um, and that's eight five two five eight, and you just text shout to that number, and they'll text you back, and you know ask you what you need help with, mm-hmm. and you can go through it on text because there's a hell of a lot of people out there that don't want to find it really difficult to speak just, to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. like like I say, the 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 I didn't think I was that I was in that bad a situation, but it it took so much for me to ask for help, and then when I when I think about other people that might not be as lucky as me, I have the friends that I've got or, you know, if, if somebody's in a position where that's all they got left, like if, mm. if that's all they've got is just, it's just that one, like ask yeah. for help. And the response yeah. is ask again, yeah. then they got, they got no chance have they. No, because well, you've mustered all that energy up of yeah. just a just a phone and or yeah. message. What? And yeah. then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, can you do that again? Yeah. And I got really angry about it and I was like and I, and I was like, no, that that's not acceptable. And and luckily I you know, it took me a couple of weeks to to kind of reset and then uh, I asked again. Um to it, it was actually a different GP and then she phoned me and then we had a conversation about yeah. how I was feeling, what I was doing. And that was, that was actually a much more positive response than before. Um, and I got some medication to help me. Um, and I'm, I, I'm happy to say very lucky. The medication I got was, was right for me straight away. And, yeah. and within a week or so, I was a completely different person. A week. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah I, w- I wow. it, it, it was like, um, uh, and it depends how old you are. You might not know this reference, but do you remember the the wrestler, the Ultimate Warrior from like WWF days, ages ago? It's like the, this guy would get pummeled in the ring for like half an hour, get like beaten up, whatever. You like half an hour, he's, the guy's half dead, and then he would like grab the rope, shake the rope, and then he'd get all his energy back, and then like beat the crap out of the other guy. That was yeah. me. That was like, <laughs> <laughs> like the Ultimate Spoon. <laughs> the Ultimate Spoon. <laughs> you know, uh, like yeah. it. it Honestly, it it changed me around so quickly, and then yeah. and then and then after that, I was able to do all the things that I was able to do for myself to make myself better, like um, like yeah. like exercise, um, all that sort of stuff. Because 
um, I, I run quite a lot, like oh, not so much, not so much now. Um, but um, uh, I used to run a lot, and one of the it's one of the things I I, I really enjoy. Uh, helps me like mentally to 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 box stuff off and to think about stuff in a positive way. Yeah. And when I was struggling, I would I would look at my running shoes by the door, and I would want so much to go out running, and I I, I would be saying to myself. Oh, if you go for a run because it it will make you feel so much better. But I couldn't physically put my shoes mm. on, lace them up, mm. and walk out of the door. Didn't you say you like know? the one time yeah. you did go for a run, you had that voice in your head the whole time as uh, well? Um, like really? quite, yeah, like quite similar to you, Chris. Actually, when you say you were driving yeah. and, you, and you got to Cornwall and you and you didn't yeah. know where I live in Western Supermare, uh, I um, uh, live north mm. north end of the seafront, and I and I started running and. Uh, I mean, I've been running for years and years. I wouldn't say I'm any good, but uh, uh, you know, it's something I can do quite well. And I started running, and my my feet they felt like lead. I just, I I, I don't know. I felt like I was like twice the weight I was. I could hardly move. And I and I in the first sort of five six hundred meters, I got down to the seafront, and I just started walking. And I and I I felt like an absolute failure. I just felt like. Wow. I I I just felt like giving up, and I'm like, yeah. it, like this is this is so bad, and I started crying. So I mm-hmm. actually started crying, and I'm like, like this is this is like mental. You look like a complete basket case walking down the seafront, like crying your eyes out. In like I must gear. in my running gear, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know, pe- like people must have been looking at me going like weirdo. And then uh, and then uh, after about after about five minutes of walking, I was able to muster up enough energy to, to fight myself and say, start running, like start running. Go on, mate. Just, just like that lamppost, like try. And then when you get there, Oh, that, no, that seagull up there, yeah. try and get that far. And then I started to process stuff in my head. And, um, I, I ran the, the coast path to Breen. And, yeah. uh, after the, after I, I, I finished crying on the seafront, the next thing I can remember is is being stood on the beach at Breen, and I was looking out at the wow. at the tide. The sun was setting, and I was like, "How did I get here?" I, 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 even now, I have no memory of the of the distance between Western Seafront and Breen. Well, that's, that, like, that's all. Yeah. all that's like six, all eight miles. Yeah, it's about eight miles. Six miles. Yeah. I ran six miles and I and I was just I was just still on the beach and I was like, sorry, I just wow. had in my head then I was running. <laughs> <laughs> One day I felt like running. Yeah, you but running. yeah, but I mean that you know that's a, a, an, another thing that, that uh, poor mental health robs you of is the ability to go out and do stuff and enjoy yourself. Mm. Yeah, you yeah. know, definitely. I was you know I was well, lo- we, looking had, at my we've had like messages from from surfers and so one of them. Uh, we've had before is like oh you know the only thing that used to help was surfing and now i can't even enjoy you, that yeah, anymore you yeah, know like yeah. it robs you of like it just robs you of the stuff that yeah that you enjoy yeah. and and would help you so the, you know, um, the thing is it, it's it's also good to have a backup not just surfing yeah because that's how what i used to do is just have surfing and that was it mm. and that's never healthy especially where where i live you know the, the waves aren't are quite fickle so Oh, so, I thought you meant Wales. Sorry. I know it's not not the the Welsh people that are listening to this will be like just screaming at the at the <laughs> yeah. speaker now, but 
you know, you've you got to do it. You you give much better than you, you get normally, to be honest. Oh, I don't know what you're on about then. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, yeah, but the thing is, it's like, don't put all your eggs in one basket, mm. you know what I mean? Like, have a foot backup plan, like running or cycling or mm. even walking, you know, just, just get out, you know what I mean? Because like Spoons said, it's, it is tough sometimes just to go, I've got to do something, yeah. you know what I mean? Because mm. I could quite happily just, sit on the sofa all day watching tv no problem at all some some mind my mind wonders like hell like my mind goes 100 mile an hour anyway and then you go down to that bloody social media stuff that just gives you that little bit of stimulation but then you you realize then you've been on it an hour two hours three hours see what 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 you're saying then about the mind wandering watching Mm -hmm. telly i'll be watching telly sometimes and my wife will come in and say what are you watching i'm like that i don't know yeah. Literally, yeah. No, the no, pictures, it, the yeah. pictures, just there in the background. I yeah, don't even yeah. know what's on telly. When um, no. I know when we, um, so the I kind of contact you about going out for a hike dinner, like our yeah. first one, just you and me. Oh, mate, that, the, yeah. So we did a long distance epic. hike on the coast path. So it's yeah. it's the closest thing you can have to pure freedom in this modern world. You know, you got every all you need to worry about is what's on your back. And yeah. making that distance for that day. And I, I remember you telling me about the Facebook thing and you were getting yeah. consumed in it. And there's just no signal out there. You just it, you are forced yeah. to concentrate mm-hmm. on solely what you're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just over the course of what do we hike, like three days, um, just over that course of those three days, your mood changed. And I think yeah. that was at the point where you were about to get medication or were you on it at that point? Well, uh, when we did that, I think I was... I, I had probably started by then, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably started by then. But I I do remember that and, and, and how good that, you know, that made me feel. It was, mm. you know, we just spent the whole time like chatting and stuff and I was talking about my mum. Yeah. I was able to articulate, you know, some feelings that way. So, yeah, that was a big help. Yeah, you, I remember you're, you the same t- yeah. you're, you're going through grief as well, aren't you? Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah, that's that's tough alone. I think I think it's another thing. I think doesn't really get addressed. A lot of men find it difficult to articulate what they want to say because you grow up with your mates and you know all all surrounded by boys and growing up and everything together. And all through growing up, you get told like um, you know like pull yourself together, get over it, man man up, up, yeah, Um, man up. And you 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 talk to your mates or something. It's like oh, what the fuck are you going on about? Shut up, you fucking. Yeah. idiot like yeah. whatever you know yeah. or what insert whatever words you want you know mm. what blokes called each other yeah and mm. it's i think blokes find it really difficult to articulate and going back to what you were like what spoons was saying about his first encounter with the doctor i've heard a story this week of someone who went to the doctor and the doctor actually told they it took a lot of courage to like say what they needed to say and how they were feeling and the doctor actually said to them, pull yourself together. Mm, yeah, what? that's terrible. Mm. You know? It's, but there's yeah. even like a stigma around the medication, isn't there? Like you yeah, like you is. should feel bad for needing medication. And so yeah. I can remember um, when you, you you called me, Spoons, and said that you... You, you did put it in a, in a brilliant way. Well, that wasn't actually me. I'd like to take the credit for it. But I remember hearing this line. Right. Uh, and Because I, I, I think I was a... I didn't want to take... Yeah, you, yeah, you didn't want to like, take it. Nah, You're no, like, no, 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 yeah, no. not not going on it. And uh, I, I was listening to another podcast on it, and um, somebody said this really brilliant line, which just like encapsulated the whole thing really well. And I thought, uh, next time I speak to Spoons, I'm going to say that to him. And um, it was this person who was having trouble with like the idea of taking medication, and the person they were speaking to said, 
no, 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 it will help you. You need to think of it as a ladder out of the hole that you're in. And once you're out of that hole, you don't need the ladder anymore. And so that, and that's what I said to yeah. you, because that in my head, that made total sense, you know, where yeah. like they, yeah. you're almost meant to feel like if you're on this medication, that's the only thing you ever need to be happy ever again, you know, is this medication. And that's yeah. not the case. Yeah. But you're true, no, because no, no. you're you're in, you're in a cycle, aren't you? In this vicious yeah. loop, and you can't break it by yourself, and you shouldn't be yeah. feel bad for it's, that. It's a simple yeah. imbalance in your yeah your brain, your brain yeah. cells, basically. Uh, I'm on. Yeah. I think I'm on serotonin boosters. Yeah, because I just you, I used all mine. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, right, just you know, uh, I turned forty. Like three days later, my mum died. Then pandemic. Then I bought a house. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, I got no serotonin left. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's literally it. So yeah, I used all mine up, but yeah, that's, that's, that's what mine do. And, and like I say, I, I do genuinely feel super lucky. Like I, they help me like pretty much straight away. And, and, and mm-hmm. now, you know, now I'm, I feel like the old spoons again, you know, which yeah. is, which is great. Well, you've, you had it as well. You were in a situation where you oh, thought he's you miserable. Were, I know he's always miserable, <laughs> but you were in a situation where you thought this is the other thing where you were in a situation where you thought you were going to need to start taking antidepressants, mm. but it turns out it was the situation you were in at the time. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I'm lucky enough to, think that i i don't suffer from mental health issues you guys might think otherwise (laughs) (laughs) you definitely do (laughs) um but um not not talking about the exercise demons that we've spoke about before but um so what we're talking now like seven years ago i think it is uh might be eight now um i i went through a really messy divorce and it was like by far the hardest time in my entire life and um I thought I might be getting to the point where I might need to take medication. Um, and like things, like, like you said, Spoons, the things that really bothered me were the things I knew that used to make me happy didn't anymore. Yeah. And that that then makes you feel even worse, you know? Like, well, how am I meant to get out of this? Like, what, yeah. like what's going on? And it was just, oh, it was it was really, really hard. And I don't think I got as as, like, as far down the rabbit hole as you guys, luckily enough. Um, and my coping mechanism was, you know, kind of working out really and, and running and stuff. And even when I hated it and I really didn't want to do it because I got these demons in my head with it, it made me do it. And I hated every second of it. And, you know, and I mean, even nowadays, like nine, nine workouts out of 10, I don't want to do, but I'm made to do them. I love Um, the fact that he says he doesn't think he suffers from mental health and then goes on to tell you about his workout demons. (laughs) (laughs) I I know, I know they exist and they are, you know, I'm, I'm getting control of them actually. I'm getting control of them. That's thanks to, thanks to Alan. uh, um, Yeah. Not exactly representative, like, like of the, of the entire population, us four guys here, Mm. but everybody struggles yeah yeah you know yeah. every everybody yeah. suffers stress or grief or well this is the thing no everybody struggles this was the thing that um the other thing that affected me um that one negative comment by anybody could have been a strange uh, yeah. event would massively impact on your day yeah like yeah. and I'm that i was like what is going on you yeah. know and you normally can't let it go. yeah normally you you're like thick-skinned you know or whatever and, and it was like but equally a positive comment kind of did the same as well. It's like, and and that was really, I find that really strange. Like all over the place. Like like you can't, 
it's like you can't take a compliment, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but it's, of, it's you think, but, well, it, what what do you want from me then? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how that's how it feels for me. Like if someone gives you a compliment, you're like, don't know. First of all, you don't know how to take it, and then second of all, you're like, what do you want? Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but the, the, your response to it is just like massively out of proportion and and but you can't think in a logical way it was, it was really really strange see i think i think the way you've just described of i don't think i suffer from mental health mm. luckily mm. is the mass opinion of people yeah, yeah. of i don't think mm. i suffer from mental, nah, I'm all right. mental health mm. issues I'm all, yeah, right. I'm all right it's all right whereas if you start looking into it deep down everyone's got their yeah i think you know everybody has like maybe a certain level of anxiety especially nowadays with like cost of living and all that kind of stuff like everybody's yeah. stress so you know like a thing that that one negative comment could really yeah. impact you then it'd be really nice if people listened to it, thought about that. And then when they go to, when they're out and about and they, you know, shout at someone for some stupid reason, just think, you know, they're also going through shit yeah. as well. Yeah. It's not, mm. it's not just you, other people are going through shit. And in some way that kind of unites everybody, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. I know I've said it before, but my wife always says it's better to be nice than right a lot of the time. Yeah, that's true. Which is, is yeah. true. And I yeah. joke going, yeah, but she's wrong. But it, <laughs> <laughs> she has she has she has got some good points, you know. What what about what about you then, Pete? Because you said about the ADHD thing, but there's also what you oh, which fuck, is here it, we go. So, yeah, what, <laughs> how are what you, you feeling, mean? Pete? How are you feeling? But what you have, which after like all these years of knowing each other, and you only told me like it was a few years ago, um, when we invited you to uh, my partner's thirtieth birthday meal and there's quite a lot of people there that's the first time you said to me oh I'm, I'm not too sure i can come and i said oh why not and you said i suffer from social anxiety and like and i've never never known that about you i mean look you're just a, a twat most of the time <laughs> and, and you're kind of you're, you know you're, you're loud and um you'll talk to anybody and all that so that yeah. was i think that's that's a like a masking of it as well i think yeah um even down to like i used to run an open mic you know and yeah yeah he used to like terrify the shit out of me every time mm. and um yeah like large crowds of people i just absolutely freak out i hate it mm. i have to really like and i think that's i go over the top and i'll just start like talking shit basically and talking to anyone and everybody well, just like, like on a podcast yeah <laughs> literally it's just a complete coping like a podcast is a coping mechanism for my life like, <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it is that thing and i'll just start like i'm doing now just start rambling and talking absolute nonsense probably repeating myself half the time and saying whatever about whatever because if I'm talking and doing something else, I don't have to actually deal with what my brain's doing. And I've joked about it before, like my anxiety and stuff. Like one of the, one of the kids always says to me, like Brandon always says, um, Oh, you always scat out when you cross the road. And he said, you're like, (laughs) like, like, and, uh, and I've said it before. Like if you ever like that about crossing a road or anything like that, go to LA because that, there's so much traffic that it like, uh, you know, that thing where it overwhelms your senses and yeah. you've got no, mm. and I, I came back from there and I was just like, yeah, whatever. And it doesn't bother me at all. Mm. Um, but it's weird how, um, strange little things can like crop up in your mental health like that. He's like just crossing the road was yeah. just a, a bit of a weird thing for you all of a sudden. You yeah. Know, like, and I never, never been like, anything like that and well no because when we were kids you just skateboard down the hill and straight across the road 
or light, yeah, or light yeah. a firework and, <laughs> and then yeah. run after it. Yeah, it's like it's, you know, it's one of those things that like I can remember. I can remember. I must have been about seventeen, eighteen, and I was walking across the road and I was trying to light a fag, and I can remember the conversation still really clearly. And Leighton going, "Pete, you're dead." And I turned sideways. I remember that. And I there was a bus it. about four foot away from me, and I just scrambled out the way in time. So yeah, I'll, I'll explain a little bit. <laughs> a little bit more in depth so we're walking uh back to i think we've been out and had a few beers and we're, we're walking back um it might have been actually in the middle of the day why are we drinking no, we weren't day? drinking it was the middle of the day and we were going between two parks across the road oh right okay and um yeah so pete like you know trying to be cool he's all like you know a little bit kind of like you're that was, that was when you grew all the hair, and everybody just used to call you Hair. <laughs> <laughs> that was his nickname for a while, just Hair. I mean, looks like Dougal, <laughs> yeah. Magic Roundabout. So he he he's that. like you know lighting a fag, trying to be all hip and cool, you know, like doing it really slowly. I actually like, think I was just crossing the road, uh, and but and I'd already crossed the road because I could see the three ton bus coming towards us, and I turned around, and Pete is still sauntering across the road and i'm like um pete you're like what you go uh you're dead mate and you're like what I turn around and the bus is there <laughs> like that. And you're like, fag goes flying across the road and pete sprints across the road the fastest he's ever sprinted his entire life so maybe it was from that moment <laughs> that you got what i like yeah. about that story is rather than you helping him like grabbing him or whatever you just, <laughs> you just went pete you're dead. <laughs> I, I just thought he was doing that thing that you see, you know, teenagers doing when you're like, when you're driving somewhere and they walk across the road really slowly to make you slow yeah. down. I thought what he was doing that. What I didn't realise is, no, he was actually didn't know there was a bus coming at him. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, well, that's maybe where that came from. Then. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, this, is, this is like group therapy. This is yeah, great. Well, I mean, this, this is this is what this is what I wanted this to be like. Like mm-hmm. everyone talking freely about you know stories they've had or trying to connect things where things might have happened. Like yeah. you know, and I don't know. It's just I I can't even put, I can't actually put into words the actual things that go on in my if, head. If we were superheroes, this would be our origin story. This is where we got. This would be where we explain where we got our powers from. Saying, <laughs> saying about that, Chris, actually, is something I wanted you to hear as well. Get Spoons to read it because he's more better with the words than I is. And, uh, <laughs> um, so this guy Joseph, who we met at the um, Surf the Expo, Expo yeah, actually. Yeah. He said it's all right to read this out, and uh, he sent us a message after. I think it was after you came on. First time you came on, and not yeah. the time you were talking about Leighton's sister. The uh, the first time oh, you right, came yeah, on, yeah. when you came in on the yeah. professional manner. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and in an episode, yeah, is that he, what you're trying to say? Yeah, basically, <laughs> long way around. And he sent this message afterwards. It start does start off a little bit dark, yeah, I, but I, it does get better. It's quite long as well, so bear bear so, with. Yeah, bear with. I'm glad this isn't live, so I'll try and do this justice. Um, uh, the message is as follows: It says, "Hi guys." Just listened to your latest podcast and felt compelled to share my own struggles with mental health and how surfing or perhaps the ocean in general helped me in learning to find happiness again. To start from the beginning would make this story far too long. So to cut it down to an appropriate length, I'll start from somewhere in the middle. It's 2016. I'm living in New Zealand with my mates and my girlfriend, who are all English. From the outside, my life looks pretty sweet, but the reality is I'm in therapy because I don't want to go on living anymore. I think it reached this point due to me spending years neglecting all the warning signs that told me I wasn't very happy. Instead of admitting to myself, 
or anyone else that I wasn't feeling good and trying to do something about it, I just turned to drinking, which only helped send me deeper into this hole I felt I was in. This all culminated in a near suicide attempt. I actually kept a rope in my bedroom because I was sure that one night I would actually use it. Several nights I almost did. One particularly bad night for reasons I don't quite get, I reached out and asked my best mate for help. He actually slept with me in my room that night to make sure I was okay. The next day, we started making calls and got me set up with a therapist. This was the start of a long road to feeling better. It's not always been easy, but I'd have never been able to even start down this path without first asking for help. Fast forward to 2020, my girlfriend and I are back in the UK, and despite the lockdown, I've managed to curb my drinking and keep busy by starting work for myself as painter and decorator. I'm I'm happier than I've been for a long time, but something is still missing. By this point, I've learned to listen to myself and be quite mindful of my thoughts. I decided to turn my attention inward and focus on things that made me not just happy, but filled me with excitement and anticipation. It quickly dawned on me that throughout all our time away in Australia and New Zealand, I'd neglected a major part of what the trip was supposed to be about, the ocean. With the ocean on the brain, I decided that as soon as I was allowed, lockdown pending, I would start dedicating as much free time as I could to getting out to the coast and going surfing or swimming or walking. With my new goal of learning to surf cemented in my mind, I drove off down to Bude full of enthusiasm. I rented a foamy and then quickly learned that surfing is bloody hard work. <laughs> <laughs> when I got out after, an, after about an hour and a half of being smashed by white water, I was freezing cold, knackered, disheartened that I didn't even catch a wave, but completely ready to go again. This was a new feeling. My past self would have been so hard up that I hadn't done it that I would have just given up. But there's something about the ocean and about the fight that you have to put up that just draws you back in. After a couple of hours, I was back in there and getting the crap beat out of me again. No more waves caught, but I was happy, truly happy. For the first time for so long, I tried something failed and gone back for more instead of just given up. I failed again and again at catching waves, but it didn't matter. It was the pursuit of catching them that mattered and still does matter. At present, I'm glad to say I've progressed somewhat and can now catch waves fairly regularly, but it's still not the point of going. I think the ocean and trying to surf is a sort of metaphor for life. It's going to be hard from time to time. It's going to hurt you and you may get frustrated with it, but if you don't give up and you keep battling it, At some point, the parts will fall into place and you'll get that great ride and realise it was all worth it. The ocean is my happy place and surfing is my therapy session. And I really think it can be that for everyone. No matter age, there's something you can do out there. I know everyone's problems are different and personal to them, but the sea is something we can all share. Yeah, so really well, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. That's a a cool story. And that came from last time you were on. That was someone yeah, yeah. someone reaching out afterwards and t- sharing their own story. Yeah, and when he own. came to the expo, he said that we could use it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, he said like oh. that. You open uh, the, the amount of people that we've had say to us that you opening up at the end of that episode has helped them is is one of the main reasons we wanted to do this as well. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time coming. I know we've been talking to you about it every now and then, haven't we? About about coming yeah, back yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so your kind of bravery, because to, to be honest, when me and Pete were interviewing you, it, at the end, it just went totally away from 
what we thought was going to happen. Yeah. And, but it in a good us. way. It, yeah, it totally us. Us. it threw yeah. us. Totally. Because, like, yeah. you, where you brought it up was like, uh, where, where the hell. And and you this? you came across on the on the episode as such a happy and go lucky person, and you're really funny, and you're joking with us, and it, you, it was just like, how can this person possibly be be struggling? You know, look how happy they are, yeah. and I think that's yeah. uh, one of the things that people need to remember as well. You know, like yeah. you, it might have been a front for you, or maybe just you know a happy person. They they do struggle as well. You know, it's yeah. it's just. It's- it, it, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't show, does it? You know what I mean? It's tears like, of a clown. Mm. The tears of a clown, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's like I, I hide behind comedy and like making people laugh makes me happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. But at, in the at the core of it, like, yeah, I'm I'm not happy. You know what I mean at all. I'm going through something now which is bloody hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like you, I can't silence the noise at all you know it's uh but then you know i've got things in place and i've got friends and family around me that are supporting me and you know it, i just take it literally day by day now i don't look any further along yeah you know? so do you think that the really dark thoughts you've had in the past do you think they're behind you or you can control them a little bit better now um i wouldn't say they're completely behind me but yeah i can control them a lot better yeah definitely um obviously I'm, I'm on medication now and sometimes you know i'll sort of wake up one day going oh i feel great and then the next day it'll be a completely different day mm, yeah you know and there's been so nothing actually, to to trigger that no nothing mm. no i'll just wake up like that yeah like and and the bad days i feel like i just want to stay in bed all day mm. it's like somebody it's like somebody literally pushing down on your chest and you can't get up mm. you know what i mean yeah. It's um yeah it's not it's not pleasant at all and I wouldn't wish it upon anybody. Mm. Um, but you know there there are there is help out there. You just unfortunately you've got to look really hard for it. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think what we'll do is on this episode on our website we'll put a load of links that are helpful to people yeah. that they can use and find yeah. and go and seek help and numbers you can ring or text or you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even we'll it get. seems to be that some of the people have messaged us uh, are like maybe they don't feel like you know they're they're at that level yet or whatever. But then, but they kind of reached out to us, which has been really nice. And yeah. like we reply to every message and stuff. And uh, so e- even if it's just talking to like-minded people, or whatever, like definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've had a few messages as well after the episode, and I still get them right now. Yeah, and it's nice that. You know that I actually put myself out there and said, "Look, don't be a, don't be alone in this. Yeah, because yeah. nobody's alone in this at all. You know, yeah. we're all." And I find that with a surf community, it's such a tight knit group that we're all there for each other. It doesn't matter who you are or what background you have; we're mm. all there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I know, heard come- I heard someone say the other day about the surf community. It's something very hard to get into, but once you're in it, you're in it for life. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There's no escape. Sort of, there's no escape. <laughs> there's no escape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just from what Chris was saying there, I mean, like, hopefully, like us just like chatting shit here on this and 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 what have you, you know, helps to maybe break down that barrier a little bit to people listening. Mm. You know that um, you know you can talk to your mates. You know, like you can, you know, look out for each other and stuff. You know, try and like articulate how you're feeling and and 
and if you're if you are feeling like that you know try and get some help you know yeah. that's like yeah. part of breaking down the barriers of you know like say like for us guys our experience uh, as men men's mental health you know we do i think we do need to change culture on that you know yeah, we need to yeah. you know we need yeah. to bring down those barriers and 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 get everyone to realize you know like we've like we've said you know everybody struggles mm. you know there yeah. there is there is help out there yeah. you know yeah. d- don't suffer in silence you know no. you, uh, you know reach out to someone or something mm. and 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 try and get sorted yeah and also it's also the other the other way of it is keep an eye on your friends yeah. and look out for you know, each other. S- send that text you want to send to someone if you think about them send them a text because that could make the difference in their whole day mm. i think it was I phil so. williams when he came on and he said he if he thinks about someone he'll ring them or text them and that's such a such a brilliant thing to do that but the way i that do said, that now yeah and what he mm. said was um because if you don't know what to say to them he said he just texts them and let them lets them know he's thinking about them yeah hi mate how you doing yeah just thought of you today yeah and that like how nice is that that, that felt really yeah. that just feels good and he didn't he yeah. didn't even text me yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that feels good oh, he texts me every day oh right he texts me every day oh no oh you had to go there didn't you when um, <laughs> yeah when, but he's not lying <laughs> when i am lying <laughs> when when i was struggling like pe- people would um like text me and stuff and like when you when you are struggling, you you might not actually have the the you know the the energy or the mental ability to text people back. Yeah, and and like I would get messages and and I and I would go, oh, I just I can't reply. But knowing that they text me, and knowing that yeah. they were looking out for me, like really helped. Yeah. So you know, yeah. again, that you know, to say to everybody, you know, check in on your mates, send that text message. You know, yeah. just because you don't get a reply doesn't mean that it was a positive thing for that person. Yeah you know, in that day, you know, definitely do that. I I know that um, my brothers, they don't understand mental health issues because fortunately they're they're okay. You know what I mean? Um, Well, not okay, but you know, they, they, they haven't suffered. Um, So they don't know what to say to me, but I I just keep telling them like, just give me a message. You know, it's, it's absolutely sound. You know what I mean? You're right there, mate. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. I was just, I just looking at the screen. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I just turned the lights, but the lights on. It's just, just I just realised it's gone completely dark on our screen. There you go. There you look, go. Uh, look at me now, eh? Look at me now, hey, baby. Look at you. Turn the lights <laughs> back off. Turn the lights back off. He's heard that before. <laughs> We're not going there. We're not even going there. Oh, brilliant. Right. Yeah. So, if what do, you, what do you want to do? Do you want to wrap it up, but kind of do it in a way where you know what seeing you guys have gone through the gp route and stuff like that, yeah. what, what would you say like the for somebody who's listening like the first step and the process and you know like probably everything they've said that. yeah but you know just just as like a bit of a summary for it yeah 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 yeah, oh, yeah definitely you know get in contact with your gp mm-hmm. um and then hopefully they'll get the ball rolling for you to see counseling or a therapist you know what I mean? And medication, you know, there's nothing wrong with medication at all. Yep. Sometimes it works like for spoons, it works straight away mm-hmm. or it might take a few, well, a few months sort of thing, you know, like, like it did for me. Yep. So, yeah. you know, I tried, I think I tried four or five different medications before I hit the one, you know, yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. I'd still not a hundred percent, but at the same time, I've got a lot of other things that I need to sort of yeah, and load on and stuff like that. You know, it's always a work in progress. Yeah, you know, you're not you're not better overnight. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. work like that. 
yeah. I mean, like I, I still get down some days, but now I'm in a position to able to be able to deal with that. You know, where, yeah. where, whereas yeah. before it was, you know, you you started down a you started down a hole and you just couldn't get out. You know, the the voices just got louder and louder. You couldn't make them quiet. Like I still got the voices and I still get down and I still have, you know, I still wake up some days and I'm like, Oh God, but I'm, I'm in a position to be able to deal with that and get myself mm-hmm. out. So like, yeah. I, I would agree with what, what Chris said and, and, you know, reach out to people, you know, re- don't suffer in silence, ask your GP for help. Yeah. Don't, don't get fobbed off, you know, just with, or, you know, here's some numbers or what have you, you know, you, know, you, mm-hmm. you, you try, try and, 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 Make it clear that you that you that you do need some help and that that you are asking and and yeah. and don't suffer in silence. Share it with you with your friends and with you with your partner because um, mm-hmm. that that you know they they like these guys noticed the difference in me. Um, it, when you share it with other people, you you, you know you're. And like the words yeah. I'm looking for, it's a like problem you, shared is a problem half. Well, yeah, it's like you you don't have to mask it. You know, you, you, you know, you, you're, you're saving that energy of having to mask it around those people because they know you're struggling and, and you know, that, that, that goes a long way. So, yeah. so definitely, yeah. Reach out, ask your GP, don't suffer in silence, look out for each other. Definitely. And yeah. yeah. I, I, I know the GP is just going to like give you medication, but they should also refer you to see, um, mm. a counselor as well. Yeah. Mm. They work hand, they work hand in hand. Yeah. There's no point just going on medication and that's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need that. You need to speak to someone yeah. professional, yeah. whether it's a psychiatrist, a counselor, you know what I mean? They're yeah. there. Mm. They're there to be used, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm. Utilized. I think mm. that's like part of the reason for this one to this episode on this start of this episode, I wanted to come into it. I didn't want to um, do loads of research and, you know, apart from finding some numbers and some things that could help people, I wanted yeah. it to be as men start talking and how how it is with men with when they talk about mental health, how it goes up and down, and you yeah. know you throw jokes in to lighten the mood a bit, and you know you, even though it's a serious subject, you try and also not to take it so serious because you have to sort of laugh through the laugh mm. through the pain in a way. Well, yeah, of, and people also listen to the podcast to be entertained as well oh, you know? yeah. and and if we, yeah. th- this is how we would generally generally talk about it yeah so it isn't yeah. all going to be the only difference would be if there wasn't microphones would probably be a lot more swearing and uh... yeah there, there is that there is a thing around mental health where you you feel like it's got to be super serious and oh, don't you dare joke whatever you do don't you dare joke yeah. that means yeah. you don't care as much no. yeah and it's yeah. just not how that's it, not real life no re- yeah. in real conversation no. there's a difference this is how yeah. friends would talk i about think it. there's a difference between joking about your own mental health and with your friends than joking, making a joke about someone with yeah, mental yeah. health problems, yeah, yeah. you know, and yeah, yeah. hopefully that's come across. Like we use the humor of it to try and lighten the mood on, on what we're talking about when it can get quite like dark and serious sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think that's a good place to end it with sort of looking out for your friends, like you both said, and seeking help if you can, as we say, we'll put, numbers and websites and loads of links and addresses as many as i can yeah. find on the yeah. on the website yeah, because there's stick, something out there for we'll stick everybody. chris's uh, email on there as well is that if that's right yeah, chris, oh, people can yeah. email you if, uh, if they want to ask you questions and stuff yeah and, yeah, it, and his definitely. picture 
<laughs> and his dress and phone number. Pen number, card details. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, we caught them off you at the expo anyway, mate. So it's fine. Right, probably. <laughs> New uh, English. <laughs> see, he started. He started. Thanks for that, everyone. So that was Spoons and Chris. Yeah. And you. And you. And me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was nice of those fellows to come back on, wasn't it? I mean, that was a great chat. I mean, like, we had a laugh. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about mental health and yeah. we had a laugh. I think, I think that is one of the best ways. Like, it's really difficult. It sounds really harsh to say, but I think it's one of the best ways to approach it is, like, not laughing at mental health, but laughing at your own... It is, it's just... Um... What's the best your own problem, not your own problems. Your, it's really difficult to explain, but like to laugh at yourself is really good medicine. Of, yeah, of the, of the situation because all the conversation around mental health is always serious, and you know, don't joke about it or anything like that. And we weren't joking or kind of pointing and laughing at any kind of particular person or mental health problem. It was just us, as just a normal conversation between. Blo- yeah. This is how blokes would probably talk about it and well we are blokes and we did so, yeah. yeah yeah um like we said we're not we're not professionals in any manner oh, at all no. in <laughs> anything in our lives we're not professionals no. um so yeah we'll, i will put loads of um information and numbers and contacts on the page for this episode yeah and like we said before you can send us an email and you can also send chris an email if you've got any questions or even just to you know maybe say your problems that can help yeah so yeah i think that's it for part one we will spread these out and as leighton said in that one there will be some guest hosts hosts coming up at some point because he's got a very busy life at the moment not only he's got a new baby Mm. and he's getting married and he's got a very busy job yeah i mean our wedding uh is very last minute an opportunity has arisen and we've now got three months so that's how the baby came along (laughs) (laughs) an opportunity arisen and you took it (laughs) so yeah a a few things to do so if if i need it there there might be the odd guest host which might be quite fun anyway yeah it'd be nice for me to speak to other people apart from you yeah um nice for me too (laughs) yeah so like i mentioned uh the competition will close on the day this episode comes out which is the 9th of may and it will close at 12 o'clock tonight so if you haven't bought your tickets and it's Tuesday and you listen to this. One, why didn't you listen to it on Monday? Two, too late, motherfucker. <laughs> so when is it actually drawn? It will be drawn on May the 14th, 2022. Exciting stuff. Yeah. And there's a mammoth amount of prizes, including two surfboards, a pop-up pro, clothes, wax, fins, bags. So what are we, are we going to do a bonus podcast when we draw? Yeah, we'll have to, won't we? Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'll try uh, yeah, and be there for that one. <laughs> to be honest, yeah, great. I'll, do, I'll be doing it on my own otherwise. Um, yeah, but to be honest, I think we've sold about 350 tickets now. Amazing. And so what does that equate to? £1,750 for surfability. How amazing is that? Yeah. That's so good. So yeah. thank you very much if you have entered, and uh, good luck. And also, someone did say... That why don't we chuck in an invite to your wedding onto the prizes? Because some 
Who would go to that apart from some weirdo? I don't know what I'm saying. Imagine it. turning up at a wedding going, Hi, I won the competition. I don't know anyone or even you, but I'll sit in a corner and eat your food. No thanks. Jesus Christ. I mean, you're not bit. even coming. <laughs> someone, someone being a... Uh, yeah, eating your food. That's the word. He's like that. Like, Joey doesn't share food. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, competition, anyway, that's ending, that's closing today and will be drawn on the 14th, as I say. Um, also got to mention the Spring Classic that's down in Woolacombe yeah. on Wavelength, Wavelength yeah. Yes. And it's a Spring Classic Invitational, there's loads of surfing, music, food, mm. everything going on there. I'll be down there. Busy boy over here won't, but I'll take some adequate, sufficient human being with me. Your wife. Probably. Um, <laughs> unless I get a better offer. And, uh, yeah, so I'll be down there chatting to people. So if you see me, come and say hello to me. If you don't want to say hello to me, don't bother, carry on walking. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Don't yeah. forget to go and do all the usual like and subscribes everywhere. Leave us a review. Send us your love. Didn't you say that you can do... Uh, leave comments and reviews on Spotify. You can leave reviews on Spotify. Yeah, so please do that. That would be great. We, yeah. we have quite a lot on yeah. iTunes. Yeah, follow us on YouTube as well. Follow yeah. us on YouTube. I, I read them quite a lot. They're quite nice. Wait, when, when they need to pick me up. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. So yeah, we hope you've got something from today's episode, and uh, you know it's helped or made you think about anything in your own life. And uh, until the next time, take care of each other. And yourselves. <laughs> I did it the wrong way round again. Fuck it. <laughs> do you do that every week, though?